Welcome to this week's episode of Butters on Books. I will be telling you about my November reading. I'll be telling you all about uh, some of the things I've watched, uh, some of the things that I've cooked. And I will also be having a little bit of a look into um, what's going to be going on in December. Cool. So I actually was doing a reading challenge with myself in November because nobody else really would have joined in with this. But I um, did a Terry Pratchett reading month where I just read Terry Pratchett books. So if you do not like Terry Pratchett books, maybe skip to when the recommendations happen because that's all I read in November. Um, My plan for December is that I'm going to read books from all of my favourite authors. So hopefully I will read one book from each of them. Um, That does obviously mean that there's going to be a Terry Pratchett in there, obviously. Um, And as of the 1st of December, um, which is when I'm recording this, I have started to read Masquerade, which is the next one that I'd need to read. And so far I am loving it because it's like a spoof of Phantom of the Opera. Um, So in November, like I said, I exclusively read Terry Pratchett. I did have a little bit of a reading slump because I was trying to finish The Witcher and then just dedicated my entire life to doing that. So I didn't read for quite a lot of the month. So I think I only read five books, maybe six. Well, you'll find out. Um, So I, um, yeah, I didn't read lots, but I read enough. One, two, three, four, yeah, five. Um, sorry, I'm just counting them now. Um, wonderful. Um, but in December, my like I said, my hopes are to read from all of my favourite authors. So I'm going to be reading a Stephen King um, and I'm going to be reading the first of the Dark Tower series. I read the Dark Tower ages ago, so um, it's going to be quite nice to... I would like to reread it next year. had hoped to reread it this year, but <laughs> life... Um, I then am going to be reading a Terry Pratchett, so Masquerade, which I've nearly, well now I'm probably about halfway, Mm, am I? No, I'm less than halfway, so optimistic. Um, I'm going to be reading a J.K. Rowling. Um, I reread the Harry Potters uh, not so long ago, so I won't be doing those again. Um, I was kind of conflicted with J.K. Rowling because, like, I do really enjoy her books, I just don't enjoy her. Um... But I have not yet, shamefully, I have not yet read the Cormoran Strike books. But I really love the TV series because I'm a bleb. And I, although I really love reading, I really love books. I, I'm not precious and I will watch the TV series first with some things. Um, so I want to read the first one of that series. So I think it's called Cuckoo's Cooling. James Herbin, I'm going to be reading Once, um, which is like horror fairy tales. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, I'm going to be reading The Sign of Four. Um, Tolkien, I'm going to read a book called Tolkien Treasures, which is all about like the drawings he did for um, like the, the the original books and and little nuggets like that that I really want to read. With Neil Gaiman, I think I'm going to read the little Snow White comic book that he did, but I also really want to read the illustrated Good Omens. So I'm on the fence on that one. Um, Joe Hill, I would like to read uh, Nosferatu, which is one of the books that he's written. Um, and I, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm ready because heart-shaped box really freaked me out, but it's going to be okay. Um, Shakespeare, I'm going to read a manga Shakespeare <laughs> because I want to, um, and I love them. And I'm going to read Merchant of Venice because it's my favourite. Um, and I'm going to read a collection of M.R. James short stories. As a bonus, I'm also hoping to read the Witcher comic books and something else, probably. Um, oh yeah, Christmas Carol, because I always read it at Christmas. 
So I'll see how that goes. It's quite ambitious, but basically my reading challenge originally was 100 books this year. Um, I did not read 100 books this year. Um, And I'm just trying to get to 60 so I can match last year. And I'm on, what am I on? 44. So I need to read 16 books in December. So, you know, yeah. But also I have got two weeks off over Christmas, which is the first time ever for me. So you never know. Anyway... First Harry Pratchett book I read this month was Men at Arms. And this is one of the Night's Watch series. Um, I think you do have to have read one of the Night's Watch series before with this one. You can't just pick Men at Arms up. Um, But it was... Oh, it was so good. I forgot how much I love the Night's Watch. So I just love them. And I think... Every time I read one, I'm like, it's my favourite. The Night's Watch are, like, one of my favourite. I love them so much. There were some great new characters in there. Or, like, old characters that they have now joined the Watch, which I love. Um, My favourite is Corporal Carrot. And he was featured very heavily in the book. I should tell you what the book's about. So, basically... Captain Samuel Vimes, who is kind of the head of the Night Watch, has become engaged. Um, and she's really lovely, Lady Seville Ramkin. And basically, he's going to be getting married to her. But it means that he needs to retire from the Watch. And so nobody knows he's going to take hit, like over his position. Something sinister starts going on in Ankhmore Park, where people keep dying. But it's not like normal for Ankhmore Park because basically it's like the hub of crime so the problem is is like people are always dying so people are like hmm this is normal but people are dying in like a very specific way that isn't normal for Ankhmore Park um and so Sam Vimes tries to kind of discover what's going on and I loved it because Samuel Vimes is one of my favorite characters anyway corporal carrot is definitely my favorite out of the night's watch and he featured really heavily in the book and he just made me love him all the more he also got a romance option which i loved um one of my other favorite characters is veterinary who's the patrician of agmore pock so he basically kind of runs the show and he's very like little fingery if you want to compare him to that but in my opinion he's much more terrifying and way better than little finger um and he's amazing so he was in it a lot and corporal nobby who is just hilarious wasn't it and um he goes really well with sergeant colon who was again amazing and then they had some new um people in there which was really great um i was really sad because one of them died at the end and i wasn't expecting it and i only realized he was dead i hadn't even clocked that he was dead even though when i went back and read it i was like oh it's so obvious that he was dead but I only guessed it when, because death's writing is always in capitals. I literally saw the capitals and I was like, no, no, you can't tell me he's dead. No. And I was like the most upset I think I've ever been. I was like crying for a good five minutes. And I'm, I mean, I, I say I'm not a crier. I literally cry at like every one of the books I read. I'm like, oh my God, I cried. Um, but yeah, I had a good, good old sob. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's dead. Um, so that was quite sad. Um, but it all ended really nicely. And I was like, oh, I love this book. So it was a really good read. I would definitely give it five stars. Um, the next two that I read were part of Terry Pratchett's um, Tiffany Aching series. So I think I mentioned in my last podcast that I read The We Free Men in October. Well, I read Hadful of Sky and Wintersmith in November. And I gave both of those five, five stars. They're a continuation of the Tiffany Aching series. And Tiffany Aching is a witch who um, basically becomes essentially apprenticed to essentially Granny Weatherwax um eventually 
but doesn't really, but sort of does. Um, and it's her escapades after the events of the We Free Men. Um, Hatful of Sky follows her kind of finding her place among the other young witches and realising that witchcraft isn't everything she thought it would be. And then Wintersmith is where Tiffany does something that's a little foolish for once and it really backfires on her and it's how she deals with a problem that she's made and I love them both I'm not going to go into too much detail on them because if you haven't read the first one it's not really fair although to be fair men at arms I do just go into a lot of detail on but it's fine um but I yeah I'd say with those two it's it's better to read the the first one first um you have to read it as a series anyway so I won't go too much into those um and I gave both of those five stars I finished reading Soul Music, which is, I think, book one, three in the Death series. Um, I would definitely say that you would have had to have read Mort and Reaper Man before Soul Music, um, because it wouldn't make sense, in my opinion. Um, I really loved Soul Music. I have to say that I don't think the Death series is my favourite series anymore, which... It's very unusual for me because it's normally my favourite, but I enjoyed it. But I just, because the death ones tend to involve time travel, but not time travel, but sort of is time travel, my brain basically can't cope with it. And so I get a bit lost. And so I was a bit like, I don't know what's happening or who anyone is or is this happening now? or is this? And I still gave it five stars. It was still great and death was great and his granddaughter was great and all the characters were great. I just didn't like connect with them as much as I normally did. And also death wasn't really in it that much. So I was a bit like, Ugh. whereas Reaper Man was probably my favourite death book because death was in it loads and I loved it. So yeah, it wasn't my favourite death book, but it was good. So I enjoyed um, and I definitely still gave it five stars. It just wasn't as strong a five stars as Men at Arms, for example. Um, the last one that I read, which again was five stars, was Interesting Times by Terry Pratchett. And that is book, I want to say five in the Rinse Wind series. Um, and basically it's um, what happens to him after the events of Eric. So you have Light Fantastic and The Colour of Magic. And then you will have Sorcery and then Eric, and then Interesting Times. And basically, it follows Rincewind's like, next set of adventures. Um, he meets Ridicully, and Ridicully meets the luggage. And I was like, ah! Um, I loved this book so much. It was like so bittersweet at the end. Oh, two flowers in it again! I cried, because that's me. And two flowers is adorable, and you did something really adorable at the end, and I couldn't cope. Um, I loved it because Rincewind saved the day again. Cohen, the barbarian, was in it again. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I'm so happy. Um, so that was really great that he was in it and he got to play like a really big part of it, which was lovely. Um, again, Terry Pratchett did me the nasty and someone died that I wasn't expecting to die. So I cried then. Um, I, um, I was a little bit sad because the luggage wasn't in it as much. And I did... I still really loved it without the luggage, but he just wasn't in it as much and it made me a bit sad. And I, I don't know whether he's going to be in it again. And that makes me quite sad because he's my favourite. So I hope that the luggage is in it again. But I also don't know if he will be. And I was a bit concerned because I've got like the nice hardbacks and then the normal paperbacks. And like on the paperback copy that I'd got, the luggage was on there. So I was like, yes, get in. And then I looked 
on the cover of the hardback and I was like where's the luggage and I understand why the luggage wasn't on there now because it's not really in it that much but at the time I was like how dare you leave out one of the main characters and then I was like actually this is mental and the luggage you just need to get over it the luggage isn't really in it all that much and then that's okay um so I hope that he's in it or it's in it for the next one that I read which I think is something about continent the last continent maybe I'm sure it's called the Lancer Continent. So that's the next one. But that is my November reads and my December hopes um, that I hope I will read. Um, like I say, I've got a lot of time off over Christmas. So I'm going to be like virtually walking Mount Fuji and then um, also reading a lot. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> also playing Alain Noir. Yeah great wonderful yeah so much time um and we're out of lockdown now so i could start going back to work it's great it's wonderful um i've definitely not set myself up for loss here at all but I'm, I'm sure i'll get there um but thank you uh so much for listening um i'm gonna probably round off there and on to my recommendations for this week, um, month, or this month. Um, I'm going to start with some film recommendations. So I have a confession to make. It might not be a popular confession, but I'm going to confess it nonetheless. Um, I had never seen The Muppets Christmas Carol. I, to be honest with you, hadn't really watched a lot of The Muppets. Um, I, I Don't get me wrong, I love a Jim Henson. I just... Yeah, I, I just wasn't sure on Muppets Christmas Carol, not going to lie. I watched it with my friends and then I went on to watch Muppets Treasure Island. And if you are holding back from watching a Muppets Christmas Carol because you think it's going to be terrible, you would be wrong. It is really good. Um, it is not as good as the Christmas Carol adaptations I usually watch. I will say that because I love the ones I normally watch. But for a children's adaptation of it, it's like the best. It's so funny. There is one bit where I was like hysterically laughing. It's probably not the bit that everyone else would hysterically laugh at, but I just found it personally really funny. I watched it with friends over kind of Facebook uh, video and it was really fun. And then I watched Treasure Island and it's got Tim Curry as Long Don Silver. And I don't know how a man can be both like hilarious and terrifying in the same moment, but Tim Curry he's nailed it so he's just both of those things and I really enjoyed it I would definitely recommend watching them if you haven't already they were just hilarious but also brilliant and they they somehow got Michael Caine to do Ebenezer Scrooge it was mental and then obviously Tim Curry I was like you've got some really good actors in here I don't know how you've convinced them to be in a film with Kermit and Miss Piggy but it was hilarious and I loved it um, there's also this rat. I think his name's Riz. Riz no, Rizzo's from Greece. Maybe Rizzo. Something like Riz. Rolls. There's a rat in it, and he just literally eats everything. And I, like, I've never related to a character in a film as much as I have with that rat. It's it was great. So I'd recommend watching those. TV series wise, um, so I am not up to date with Supernatural. I'm probably on like series. 12 um but i started re-watching it because the ending has um obviously come out and i haven't heard any spoilers yet but i was like oh i think i just want to rewatch it because i kind of felt in the mood for it i don't think i'll probably get to the end but i just really felt like 
having it on as background and it's been really fun so if you haven't already watched supernatural it is great um some of the older episodes are like really dated now but i still really enjoy them i think it's a great tv series so i would recommend supernatural if you haven't already watched it and obviously it's complete now so you can just you know watch it all in one go all 15 seasons um so yeah i started watching that i probably won't get all the way through it but i've just i just put it on for background because i love it so much um i've also oh i was so sad i actually cried which is sad both in terms of the emotion and also like god that's really sad as in pathetic um but i finished the witcher 3 um i did all of the markers i did everything and then i defeated the bad guy and then I chose to romance Yennefer, so she came to Corva Bianco, and it was just, yeah, it was an emotional time. Um, it took me a while to get over it, but I'm okay now. So I completed The Witcher. If you haven't already played The Witcher 3, play The Witcher 3. It's my favourite game of all time. It was so good. I then tried to have like a rebound game with Cuphead, if anyone's ever played that, and it's really hard, and I hate everything, and I've had to stop playing it because I was getting so annoyed with it. But my next game is going to be L.A. Noir, which my friend um, has lent to me, which I'm very excited about. So I've just loaded up the initial video for that, so I'll have a little bit of a play around with that one. Um, and then food-wise, I've done quite a few things this month. Um, I did actually do... A seafood chowder, would you believe? Um, I know, I'm getting really experimental with my food now. Um, and I did, um, I'm sure it was the BBC um, recipe. So basically what you need is some oil. Um, they recommend veg oil. One large onion chopped. Um, 100 grams of streaky bacon. Um, one tablespoon of plain flour. 600 ml of fish stock made from one fish stock cube. Uh, 225 grams of new potato halved um pinch uh, of mace a pinch of cayenne pepper 300 uh, milliliters of milk 320 grams of like fish pie mix four tablespoons of single cream and then 250 grams of packed cooked mixed shellfish small bunch of parsley chopped and then crusty bed bread to serve now to go back through those ingredients i did use one tablespoon of vegetable oil I did use one large onion. I did use the streaky bacon, which definitely added to it. One tablespoon of plain flour. 600 ml, but I did not use fish stock. I used chicken, um, veg stock. And I did that because it was already quite fishy. So I didn't want it to overpower it. And I believe it was a good choice because it was quite fishy without the fish stock. So I would recommend not using fish stock and using veg. Um, 225 grams of new potato. I personally don't like... I know that they're like no different from any other potato. I really don't like roast potatoes. So I diced really finely um, like uh, like a jacket potato. Um, and I actually did them like quite small and I really liked that. Um, I didn't have mace. I don't know what that is. So I just didn't get that. And cayenne pepper sounds a bit too spicy and I don't do spice. So I didn't, didn't use that. Um, I didn't get the cooked mink shellfish. I just got normal shellfish and then cooked it before I put it in and then I used not fresh parsley because I have it in my kitchen and I'm not going to buy fresh parsley just for one recipe um and the method is step one heat the oil in a large saucepan over a medium heat and then add the onion and bacon cook for eight to ten minutes until the onion is soft as the bacon is cooked stir in the flour then cook for a further two minutes 
I like my bacon quite crispy, so I put my bacon in before the onions so that it went nice and crispy. So I put it in about two minutes before the onions and then I put the onions in. So the onions were just starting to turn a little brown, but not too much. And the bacon was nice and crispy. Step two, pour in the fish stock, veg stock, and bring it up to a gentle simmer. Add the potatoes, cover, then simmer for 10 to 12 minutes until the potatoes are cooked through. Add the mace, cayenne pepper and some seasoning. I just did salt, uh, pepper, but only a, like a, the tiniest pinch of salt and I did the pasta at this point. Then stir in the milk. Tip the fresh, fix, mi- fresh fish pie mix into the pan and gently simmer for four minutes. Add the cream and shellfish, then simmer for one more minute. Check the seasoning, sprinkle with the parsley and served with some crusty bread. And it was honestly delightful. I had it in a restaurant and it tasted pretty much the same. So I was really happy with it. Really pleased. I would recommend. And yeah, I had it with bread and it was the one of the best things I've ever cooked, actually. I was really proud of it. Um, so I would recommend seafood chowder for these, you know, dark and cold nights. Um, something else I'd recommend. I've just started doing... <laughs> god what's it called it's it's like a walking challenge i don't know if everybody else has seen it advertised on facebook whether it's just on my facebook um but basically it's um a my, my virtual mission that's what it's called or my virtual challenge and basically i should have been in japan in october and i was not because covid um so i registered to do the walking challenge where i would go to Mount Fuji and walk up Mount Fuji, which is 46 miles. Um, so I'm trying to do it out in December. So I've currently done my first two miles today woo, uh, or 2.1 miles today. So um, every little help. So I've done 5% of the challenge on the first day, which is great. Um, so I, at the moment, I'm having loads of fun doing it, actually. So I would definitely recommend it um, as that you can like go and look around where you should have been walking on Street View. But you can also um, like join groups and be really encouraged to, you know, do all of the things and be really motivated. I'm quite self-motivated, so I enjoyed that. But there is a group aspect, too. Um, and they send you a nice medal. And yeah, I just thought I'd do it and see how it went. And then I'd do another one if I liked it, which at the moment I do. Um, so I'll see how it goes. But that is something that I'm doing that I would currently recommend um, as it gets me up and out as well. And I have a reason to because I really want the medal. And you can't get the medal until you've completed the task on the app. So, yeah, I'm going to do that, which is fun. Well, thank you so much for listening this week. Um, I feel like it's been a little bit of a ramble. I'm hopefully going to be able to update you um, a little bit more often in December because I'm intending to read more. November was more of like a palate cleanser of like, oh, I've read lots of spooky stuff in October. So I'm going to read lots of Terry in November, which is going to be quite a niche episode. So I don't need to worry too much about recording every week. But I will be back um probably doing a few more in december and then i will do my 2020 roundup um podcast thank you so much stay safe and i hope you're ready for um the festive times Music.